You haven't even paid me from last time. I haven't watched Halo either. I'm going to summarize Halo Season 2 based on the Watching Now Halo podcast from Couch Soup. This is going to be fun. So Chief could be crazy. <laughs> Cortana's had a facelift. We're a bit mixed. Quan and Soren's story is really boring. Is, is it over yet? Reach is f***ed. Reach for the stars. You all are gonna die. Spartans have a new leader called Ackerson. More like Dickerson. Apparently McKee is alive. She didn't die on screen, so she's probably not dead. Key's definitely not dying. Right, right, right. And the flood is coming. Is the water on this planet? What do I know? You should be listening to the Watching Now Halo podcast everywhere. Podcasts are available. Where's my money, Drew? Welcome to Investment Insights from Perch Wealth, your ultimate guide to smart real estate investment and achieving your financial goals. Your host, Ehud Gersten, is a renowned expert and the founder of Perch Wealth. His team specializes in 1031 exchanges and breaks down complex concepts into digestible strategies for financial independence. Dive deep into the world of investment from the intricacies of 1031 exchanges to expert insights on real estate investments. Hi, I'm Ehud Gersten. Let's get into it. Multifamily development or housing investments can do many things, diversify the portfolio, reduce portfolio volatility, provide steady income, and offer tax advantages that few investments can match. Historically, one of the most popular asset classes, multifamily properties have become a staple for both individual investors as well as institutions. It would appear then that the advantages of multifamily investment are clear. But the current moment, in the wake of the global COVID-19 pandemic and resulting economic depression, demands a closer examination of the intricacies of multifamily rental communities in order to determine whether this asset class is still as reliable and profitable as it once was. At Perch Wealth, we believe that investors retain the right to make informed decisions about their finances and as a reliable partner and thought leader in the alternative investment industry, we want to facilitate your understanding of the current state of the market. In this episode, we will explain the potential benefits and risks of multifamily investments through the lens of our current economic climate. Like essentially everything else, the multifamily housing market was dramatically impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic. As we emerged from the early 2000s, with its booming development and construction of multifamily dwellings as well as increased interest from investors, the spreading coronavirus brought much of that excitement and initial momentum to an abrupt halt. Builders, developers, investors, and their partners took a pause to assess the state of the nation. All of us, everyone, needed time to think. What and where is the path forward? When we do surface on the other side of this, what should our plan be? Let's explore the impact of the 2020 economy. The foundation of the multifamily sector, its basic measure of worth, is its ability to provide access to good, safe, healthy, secure shelter for Americans. The pandemic and resulting shock to the economy threatened this ability. With millions of households' capacity to pay rent chronically destabilized, the multifamily rental community was shaken. Yet, as it always does, the nature of demand remains. And so, like it tends to do, 
Multifamily actually weathered the pandemic-motivated recession of 2020 better than the majority of its counterparts. In fact, only industrial held up better. Market deterioration was even far less than in previous recessions. What's more is that the pandemic created a new and expanded customer pool. Young adults who had moved home to quarantine with their families are now returning to independent living. Families are now considering more affordable housing options with many choosing multifamily rental communities where they can raise their children in a safe place despite the tumultuous economy, which is still regaining its balance. But as the economy rebounds, the rise in multifamily demand is primed to continue. CBRE forecasts a return to pre-COVID vacancy levels and a 6% increase in net effective rents next year, with a full market recovery occurring in early 2022. Jobs could again provide the financial flexibility that individuals need to move out on their own, either from parents' residences or those of their friends. Yet with the memory of the pandemic's uncertainty so near, many prospective homebuyers may continue to act cautiously, preferring to continue renting for the indefinite future. While 2021 may have started slowly, deals are now coming into the pipeline, competition is fierce, and agency debt is finally easing up. For multifamily housing investors and developers, then, this signals the dawn of a new day. According to Emerging Trends in Real Estate 2021, a new report released by the Urban Land Institute, the coronavirus pandemic did not generate new trends in the multifamily housing market, but instead sharply accelerated the trends that were already underway. While this acceleration is certainly true, there is also overwhelming evidence that the pandemic did, in fact, inspire new shifts towards suburban locations, preferences for floor plans that support work-from-home options, and integrated outdoor, social, and recreational areas. Let's look at trends in the post-pandemic multifamily housing market. In a post-COVID world, people have become increasingly sensitized to the idea of safety and what a truly safe living space looks like. Because of this, Developers need to address consumer demands that extend beyond traditional priorities of location and amenities to include residences optimized for hygiene, health, and well-being. Moreover, owners of multifamily housing communities must be aware of how they can enhance their abilities to manage remotely and with greater flexibility. Some emerging and established trends include 1. More family-slash-child-friendly housing options in the rental market as millennials and their families continue to migrate from urban to suburban locations. Two, a scaled-down community concept, meaning smaller properties, buildings, or a distinct cluster within a larger neighborhood. Three, design that caters to working from home, as the evolving workday and workspace are perhaps the most significant long-term impact of the coronavirus. Four, Flexibility within living units, as spaces for general living must also support and accommodate working, cooking, and eating, exercising, and relaxing. 5. Outdoor open spaces and amenities. 6. Contactless environments. 7. Support for new retail shopping experiences such as secure storage facilities for package delivery. 8. Access to fresh air through increased operable windows and individual HVAC units. 9. Common area experiences that support social distancing, featuring wider corridors, one-way circulation, options for separation, but not total isolation, evidence of good cleaning and maintenance protocols, more generous common path routes, and more. And 10. Smart home devices that help residents regulate things like thermostats, security, and air quality. 
there are also some specific strategies that leasing agents and management staff should implement in order to more effectively and efficiently conduct the rental application and signing process remotely. Some recommended methods include virtual tours, which many agents were doing prior to the pandemic, but which are now seen as virtually universal. Also curbside documentation, which allows new residents to complete an application and sign appropriate documents in their vehicle, and self-guided tours, which provides potential customers to explore the property independently. One key factor present amongst all of these trends is the growing emphasis on consumer choice and flexibility. As technology drives further transparency about who the consumer is and what he or she wants, investors in multifamily housing developments must continue to remain in tune with the changing profile of the customer. With investors primed to respond to the demands and needs of the modern consumer base, along with steadily improving market conditions, multifamily investment volume is expected to increase in 2021. CBRA research predicts U.S. multifamily investment volume will reach about $148 billion next year, lower than 2019's record level of $191 billion, but a 33% gain over the 2020 estimate of $111 billion. Now that there is greater clarity surrounding future revenue streams, institutional buyers and value-add investors may become much more active in their purchasing next year. Effective rent growth is continuing to reach all-time highs. Offshore buyers also may increase activity, especially as travel restrictions are eased. There's also a forecasted continuation of low interest rates over the next year. Favorable mortgage rates are providing further incentive for the potential for increased investment. And the two key multifamily lenders, Freddie Mac and Fannie Mae, have secured sizable capital availability to support increased buying. Nationwide, the trading of multifamily assets priced $1 million and above increased during the second quarter of 2021, particularly when compared with the previous three-month period. Deal flow from April through June also surpassed the five-year quarterly average, displaying a regained sense of confidence in the multifamily property type. And as the economy as a whole opens back up, lenders are following suit with financing available for quality properties. The majority of lenders are actually anticipating larger volume after the slowdown in 2020. More opportunities are available for assets that demonstrated hardiness during the pandemic and or are now in a strong recovery position. Banks and credit unions are offering competitive lending rates. What's more is that Class A and Class B properties are performing well in the market. Most multifamily property managers report collecting between 95% and 100% of rents each month. Rents have also been able to be raised from 6% to 12% on average, depending on the asset. The NMHC collections tracker shows that, in general, upwards of 90% of rents are being collected across all asset classes. Meanwhile, greater population mobility is assisting with property value in commercial and travel hubs. The urban core is beginning to recover with increased demand for downtown apartments due to subsiding concerns about the novel coronavirus. As firms bring workers back into the office, the balance between urban and suburban demand is reappearing, with the outlook positive in the urban sectors as people seek out retail and entertainment options. Nevertheless, suburbia has an appeal to be reckoned with, where apartments are often less expensive and offer more square footage, perfect if a potential resident is looking for a unit of an appropriate size for living and working purposes. As the economy rebounds, 
As liquidity in the market improves and as investors become more confident in the state of the nation, the multifamily housing market has the potential to soar to even greater heights. Our team is happy to sit down and discuss our progressive investment model with motivated investors. Schedule a conversation with any of our expert Perch Wealth team members today and we'll work together to craft a long-term investment plan for you that includes potential cash flow, equity growth, and tax benefits. Thank you for listening. The following are the real estate and 1031 risk disclosures. There's no guarantee any strategy will be successful or achieve investment objectives. All real estate investments have the potential to lose value during the life of the investments. The income stream and depreciation schedule for any investment property may affect the property owner's income bracket and or tax status. An unfavorable tax ruling may cancel deferral of capital gains and result in immediate tax liabilities. All financed real estate investments have potential for foreclosure. These 1031 exchanges are offered through private placement offerings and are illiquid securities. There is no secondary market for these investments. If a property unexpectedly loses tenants or sustains substantial damage, there is potential for suspension of cash flow distributions. Costs associated with the transaction may impact investors' returns and may outweigh the tax benefits. Tax benefits are not guaranteed and are subject to changes in the tax code. You haven't even paid me from last time. I haven't watched Halo either. I'm going to summarize Halo Season 2 based on the Watching Now Halo podcast from Couch Soup. This is going to be fun. So Chief could be crazy. <laughs> Cortana's had a facelift. We're a bit mixed. Quan and Soren's story is really boring. Is is it over yet? Reach is f***ed. Reach for the stars. You all are gonna die. Spartans have a new leader called Ackerson. More like Dickerson. Apparently McKee is alive? She didn't die on screen, so she's probably not dead. Key's definitely not dying. Right, right, right. And the flood is coming. Is the water on this planet? What do I know? You should be listening to the Watching Now Halo podcast everywhere. Podcasts are available. Where's my money, Drew? From the team that brought you the award-winning show Retro Replay and the Emmy-nominated comedy series Con Man comes a new idea just crazy enough to be good. Introducing Couch Soup. I know, I know, you're probably wondering, what is Couch Soup? Well, Couch Soup is content for your hungry nerd soul. Daily articles from fans, not pundits. Weekly podcasts that contain a multiverse of opinions on all things pop culture. Exclusive videos and weekly live streams where we laugh, scream, and sometimes have technical difficulties. All created by folks like you, the gamers, the film nerds, the TV bingers, comic book lovers, bookworms, and pop culture enthusiasts, all in one giant bowl of beautiful, disgusting, soupy goodness at CouchSoup.com. 